Hello, my name's Patrick, and I'm a Scream Queen. I'm a Scream Queen. And so are you! <laughs> Hello again, my bee. Beautiful screamers, and welcome to another episode of Scream Queens, the podcast where horror gets bent. This is episode 147, and tonight we're going back to the U.S., back to the U.S., back to the U.S.S.R. for some Moscow-based suspense in the 1995 lost classic Mute Witness. Why isn't this available on DVD? I don't know. Well, we'll talk about that later. Okay, okay. Because we've got a lot of show to get to, so why don't I shut up and get to it? Now, normally this is where I play a promo for another podcast, but I'm not going to be doing that today. And first of all, I want to apologize for the sound quality. My computer has been effed since, what, November Something like that. Disc problems. Bradford was supposed to fix it. Bradford made it worse. And so, since I can't afford a new one, I am finally putting out a show, but on a crappy laptop with a crappy headset microphone. And at a certain point, I had to say, a show with not-so-great audio quality is better than no show at all. Am I right? Of course I'm right. But still, I apologize to you. You guys deserve the best. You've waited for so long. But now the day is finally here. So uh, let's just do a quick recap of what's been going on at Scream Queen's headquarters for the past, what, four months? Well, okay, uh, let's see. Mm-hmm. Like I said, well, Bradford moved out in December. You knew that. And January was me trying to fix up the apartment and failing miserably. Okay, February, I had diarrhea for the entire month. So that put me out of commission. And if you did not read the Poop Chronicles on Facebook, then you don't know what's going on. And really, you don't need to know what's going on. But it's done now. And no, I did not poop myself at CVS this time. Although, I did poop myself on the way home from Food Town. But that's another story for another day. Because we got a lot of show to get to. And uh, actually, there is a very serious reason that I wanted to get an episode out to you now. Like, right now. And... Well, as you see, the seasons are changing, and, you know, spring has sprung, and time is ticking by, and I realized that, well, today is a rather chilly day. You know, it's about 40 degrees outside, and I realized that today might be the last day. If I don't get a show out to you today, I will have gone an entire year without mentioning my... And I can't let you go a whole year without hearing the soundbite because these things are important. Tradition is important. Now, for those of you who are new to the show, you're like, what the fuck was that? Well, I'll tell you. First of all, it's Steam Heat from the Pajama Game, but that's not the point right now. The thing is that my apartment is an old apartment, and as a result, it's heated by steam. Dare I say, Exactly. And during the first year of the podcast, I was recording, and when the... It makes a lot of noise. It clanks. It clonks. It hisses. 
It knocks. And I was afraid that the listeners would think that perhaps I had some kind of captive trick trying to escape or there might be a ghost in the apartment rattling chains or just some kind of horrible catastrophe about to happen or or, or some kind of problem with your listening device. But no, 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 there's no problem with your listening device. It's just the... So if you're hearing any clunking and clanking today, it's the... And since it's 40 degrees and it's spring, I was afraid that this might be the last day that the... Was going to be on in the apartment and daddy has needs. Daddy has needs to play the... As much as humanly possible. It's a joke for me. If you guys think it's funny, that's fine. I don't care. It's all for me. Me, 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 me. Not to be selfish, but it's all about me and the... Okay, I think we're done with that now. Put it away for another year. See you in 2017. Soundbite from the pajama game. What else has been going on? Well, I just did my Big Gay Sing concert with the New York City Game As Chorus that finished last weekend, and it was fabulous. It was, uh, the Big Gay Sing is a crazed sing-along concert, and it's all pop music, and it's more of a party than a formal sit-down concert. And the theme was British Invasion, hashtag Mind of the Gap. And so it was all songs from good old jolly old England. And as a guest, we had the one, the only, Lorna Loft. And some of you were like, who? And if you're saying who, I ju- you should be listening to another podcast. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you are not gay enough to know who Lorna Loft is, then maybe you just need to. You know what? No, that's not true. If you don't know, I'll educate you. And if some of you straight people, are just, you guys are hopeless without me. I'm your only source of gay information. So Lorna Loft, let's just say I got to share the stage and sing with a woman who came out of Judy Garland's vagina. And who was also in Greece too. And personally, I was very upset that she sang selections from the musical Oliver instead of selections from the musical Grease 2. Because that would have been amazing. Mr. Stewart, is it true that guys like you, you know, mature and all, carry some sort of protection for sexual occasions? That's right, Johnny, go for that strike, and I just might be your baby tonight as the sun sets over the Wookiee Kanucky Luau. What is he talking about? I don't know. So, I am very excited to get this show on the road. I've got two very special guests, one a returnee and one a brand new, the fabulous Kristen Petty, who you will remember from the fabulous Murder Party episode, one of the highest rated and highest downloaded episodes that we had, and her fiancé, the delightfully and sexily geeky Dan Cohen, and that's really kind of the way I like him, so I'm kind of pissed that she got him and I didn't, but not like I didn't have my eye on him, but hey, you know what? I'm single. I can look. Am I right? Of course I'm right. And this is going to be bringing back a segment that I haven't done in a long time. The why the fuck isn't this on DVD segment. And actually, now that I've recorded that segment, it turns out that it's a lie because it was released on DVD very briefly. So it's out of print. But hey, it's still not readily available, so I'm not completely lying to you. So stop yelling at me. Stop yelling me or I'm not going to play any Morrissey to transition into the show. To transition into the interview. 
this good old Morrissey. Man, I don't, I'm very impressed. Every now and then, I'm like, man, he's got... No matter what the movie title is, it seems that Morrissey has got a song with that title. So let me present Morrissey's Mute Witness. Take it away, you gay, celibate, vegan motherfucker. on DVD. Oh, plain and simple. These are movies that I either had on VHS or that I've always loved that are just not available on DVD yet to my knowledge. So the purpose of this segment is twofold. One, to inform you about movies that are not available so that you can storm DVD distributors and say, give me this piece of crap. Or we all just say, bitch, this was released in blah, 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 five years ago. You are wrong. Either way, it's a win-win. So joining me on this big reboot episode, getting this show back off the ground in the craziest way possible are two, well, let's just call them in geniuses or extra geniuses, whatever you want to call them. I don't really care. You don't get that joke, but we do, and that's all that matters. So returning to the show, we have one new person and one who's back from one of the highest rated and most popular episodes, the Murder Party episode. No, not Eddie Firth. No, fuck that. No. Ladies and gentlemen, it is my pleasure to introduce to you the new, most adorable couple in New York, the Lon Fontaines of the off-off-Broadway scene, May I introduce Miss Kristen Petty and Mr. Dan Cohen! Hi, Patrick! How are you? Hi, Dan. Hi! <laughs> How you doing? I'm good. I don't know how many pants on. <laughs> that is traditional in podcasting, so you're perfectly Starting within... Wrong. <laughs> Do you know how many people come on the show and that's the first thing they say? You are really? in, oh, I thought it was clever. You are in fine company. Aw. Clever and original. Not Kristen, of course. Kristen is terrible company, so, but you know you're married to Kristen <laughs> almost. So yeah, you guys are engaged now. Yeah, so sorry, all you people who thought she was gonna marry Eddie Firth. 
on the murder party episode, you were wrong. I know. Sorry. Sorry about that, y'all. I hate to disappoint you. <laughs> I that up. <laughs> but yeah, this big bearded uh, fella came and swooped me off my feet. So. Uh huh. Well, you know, let's just say if it wasn't you, I would have snagged him. <laughs> I had my eye. I'm like, hey, he came into the audition. I'm like, hey. You're, you're a hot piece of ass, buddy. Just did you hear that? Get that? So. Uh, um, everybody at the Manhattan Theater Stores wanted to bang you, apparently. So true. Apparently, uh, that is true. There's like, I mean. Well, of course, it's like straight guy in theater. Get him. Exactly. <laughs> Ladies, get him. No, he's mine. <laughs> Patrick, did I, did I ever tell you that like at the audition, when, she, when he and I first saw each other, he was there. And I remember seeing him, and he was there with this this um, rotund young lady um, who was just crawling all over him the whole time we were there. And I thought that she was like so on top of him that I thought they knew each other and that like she like he was a fag and she was his hag. That's oh, what I wow. thought. Okay, and, you know, it was just tragedy. Just like, in fact, at the in the, at the second audition. She was like uh, asking me to practice a kiss scene in in your show in the Mario Luigi sketch. There was no kissing in our show. Well, she <laughs> she, she found a line. She found a line. In there. Well, uh, although although Yoshi and Mario were doing a little something something behind the scenes, just saying. Yeah, that's what it was. That's why his voice was so high. <laughs> Nobody knows what we're talking about. And that's totally cool. So we are here today to talk about the 1995 kind of lost classic Mute Witness and its tradition as it is on this show. We're going to take a listen to the trailer. We'll be right back. magic that happens afterwards <laughs> the magic of editing we'll fix it in post yes so for the rest of this episode we will be talking in outrageous <laughs> russian accents to fit oh. the mood of the movie show i have absolutely no problem with this <laughs> no problem <laughs> yes, so okay so before we go any further uh it is the guest's honor to get to give a quick elevator speech synopsis of what the plot of mute witness is oh shit dan you want to do it you want, to, you want to take it? Okay, so oh. so there is a so there is a girl who is a mute, like a legitimate mute. Who wit- end end of synopsis. Well <laughs> done, and well done, good job. And she witnesses, eh? she witnesses <laughs> See what they a, did there? See what they a did. murder, but specifically a snuff film murder in Russia while she's working as a special effects artist on, and makeup artist, yeah, and makeup artist on her sister's boyfriend's. Movie horror film, horror yeah. film, shitty horror film, shitty, hor- hey. shitty, shitty fucking horror film. Horror film. <laughs> hey, we love our shitty horror films here. Yes, and yeah. wackiness ensues. And wackiness ensues. Yeah, okay, <laughs> fair can enough. Say, okay. Say, when I was a kid, I remember seeing this movie on the like grocery store VHS rental shelf. Yes, yes. like alongside like Hellraiser and. Wow. Um, what was it? Death Becomes That's, Her? What? Yeah, That's like, some oh. solid company to Wait, keep. Well, what was the other one? Yeah, it was like in that section of like 
like movies were like as like a little kid i was like oh these are like bad movies these are like dirty these are naughty movies naughty movies exactly hellraiser and what hellraiser and death Death becomes Becomes her Her. oh death becomes her okay yeah like stuff like that and so i just remember this like cover art and then when Kristen said like oh we're gonna be watching mute witness i'm like oh this is gonna be like real bad and like really campy and i was completely wrong this movie was amazing. It was amazing. What, isn't it though? I love it's this It's really movie. good. Fantastic. Yeah. I, I was shocked because like this is not, this is twice now that you've given me a terrible like, you know, like a horror movie assignment and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to watch this terrible, terrible movie and make fun of it. And both times I'm like, both of these movies are awesome. I would watch these at any time. Well, I find joy in both aspects of those things. <laughs> and... And really, the reason why I wanted Christian to do this show has nothing to do with the fact that as soon as this woman showed up on the main character showed up on film, I wasn't like I was. Had nothing to do with the fact that I was like, "Hey, it's mute, Kristen Petty in a sweater vest." <laughs> Which I was like, I so I told that to him last night because we rewatched it again last night just so you know, okay, like, make sure we had our heads wrapped yeah, around. Okay, just so the listeners know, we have been trying to do this for like what eight months now. Yeah, forever. <laughs> I watched this in January, so my notes are so ancient. I'm looking at them like, um, okay, I know what mute Kristen Petty in a sweater vest means. <laughs> <laughs> I kept being you know, like, yeah, Dan, Dan uh, uh, Patrick thinks I look like her. And I was like, no, sh- what? Yeah, I, but like, I can see it in some shots. I some can shots. totally I see it. It's that. not a physical thing. Yeah. It's not a physical thing. She's got moxie. Yeah, she's got like, okay. she's got balls. Both of the women in this movie were amazing. They Thank were you. both like smart, and they were both like, "I don't need somebody to beat somebody up for me. I can do that my damn self." This girl spends like the entire movie just like averting crisis at any given moment, and is just ready for more. Like the whole the whole night long. And this all happens in one night. Not like yeah, not to like you know throw out another movie, but we also watched. Um, the Wicker Man recently, which is so incredibly sexist. It was refreshing to watch this where you have like two empowered girls, women, who are just kicking ass through the whole thing. Yeah. Uh, the old Wicker Man or the new Wicker Man? The, the new, new one. Man. Have oh, you seen don't, it? Don't watch that one. Yes. It's the most bullshit thing I've ever watched, seen. Have you seen the original? No. No. You have it's to see fun. the original because it's everything. It's a murder mystery, it's a detective story, it's a horror movie, it's a musical, and it's a comedy. It's kind of like also film noirish, right? Doesn't it have like a noir feel to it, like a Hitchcock-esque feel to it as well? It's really hard to describe the feel of it. It's the weirdest movie you will ever see, but one of the best. Ooh, okay. Even though you know the end now, it's all about the trip. And is it Sir Christopher is it Christopher Lee who's Christopher the- Lee and like everybody who was in every hammer movie ever? Got it. Okay. But Kristen, it's a musical. What? There Stop. are full-blown musical numbers in it. Oh my god! All right, it's it's going on the list. Okay. Yeah, you have to watch it. You have to watch it, and I will watch it with you, and we'll touch each other inappropriately, just because that's how I watch films. What? I don't know. Sounds like a I don't. Know. Okay. So back to the movie. So okay. here we are. What I love about this movie is the fake opening. Yeah. yeah. No, bought, it's amazing. I bought it hook, line, and sinker. Yeah. I was like, what the what? I was like, wow, we're starting off pretty quickly. Like, someone's already dead in the first, like, yeah. 10 minutes of the movie. Well, and like, also, oh, you probably scene. thought that this, when watching that scene, that this was the shitty movie you were expecting. Yeah, yeah. I did. I yeah. totally did. And the thing is, I would totally watch that movie, too. Like, oh, I'm, well, because nah, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sure all of us have worked with that girl. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I might sometimes 
be that girl? Because <laughs> the way her death scene was going is I was like, this is my dream death scene. <laughs> this okay. is all so I want to do. We've spoiled it. one of the surprises, and I'm sorry about it. Like, the opening of the movie is actually not the movie at all. It's the shitty horror movie that her brother-in-law is making. Yes. And, but we don't know that. Very. And it's your standard thing you're hearing on the radio that somebody has broken out and he's killed two nurses and blah, blah, blah. And the girl is walking around the house and putting on makeup and just being stupid yeah. and being stalked. And eventually she gets stabbed and then has the longest death scene. Yeah. She's like pulling down curtains. Knocking and like, over furniture. <laughs> like rolling over and then coming back to life and then falling back down again. But it you was don't amazing. know that you're watching a movie in a movie at this point. You're like, what? Am I watching? That's yeah. the stupidest thing I've ever seen. She's and then the, so over the top. But then what's creepy, after a while, you see her dying and everything, and they start to show other people's faces like they're watching this. Yeah. And now you're like, what the fuck is happening? Well, and they have this great get like the 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 like hand in from outside the frame gag where you have the murderer just like watching her die and then someone hands him a cigarette. Like lighting yeah. a cigarette and, and then like another hand like handing that guy a flask. It was like a Three Stooges movie. Yeah, like, because they're off camera now, but we don't know that. And anyway, it's it's this long, really funny scene once you know what's happening. And what's yeah. funny, they don't have to call cut because they just ran out of film. She went on for that long. That's what She's dying for like seven <laughs> minutes from like a single stab. He also looks so disappointed when he doesn't get to say cut. He's like, oh, I went to film. Cut. <laughs> that guy's such a tool bag. The minute he opens his mouth, I can't like stand. Fuck <laughs> oh, that guy. You mean low budget Johnny Galecki? Yeah. <laughs> low budget Johnny Galecki. I know. I hated him at first, but really by the end of this, I loved him too. Like once he, oh. once he and the sister were kind of like a dynamic duo, I was like, all right, fine. Because she's just like, you're such an idiot. Like all the time. Uh-huh. But like he was every time he literally last night when we watched it every time he opened his mouth I was like ah shut up Just <laughs> shut up nobody cares about your chili he cares about your chili oh, fu- oh fuck no, no. chili con carne no he says kill it chili con chuck which I'm like does he yes he oh, does which I'm like hey it. idiot that means your chili has you in it it might. <laughs> It might. It might. He might have has an entire pepper shaker in it. And he's just like, mm, let's not get the pepper out, but let me make sure the top of the shaker's out. He yeah. also throws an entire, like, super hot frying pan into a plastic garbage can, he's which amazing. I'm like, you. In Russia. In Russia. In Russia. Because like, you know that thing is on the verge of exploding anyway. The, the garbage can, I mean. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's already radioactive and. <laughs> Probably all wired up with all kinds of listening equipment. So <laughs> this was actually the first time when I saw this movie, this is the first time I ever heard of low budget filmmakers going to Eastern Europe right? to make their movies. And I said, that's stupid. Yeah. Of course, they, by the time this that. movie came out, they couldn't afford fucking Moscow anymore. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. You had to go to like really back. Like there's so many movies in the 90s that are made in like backwater Bulgaria. <sighs> That makes sense. I well, guess. like, and this, and so I looked this up. Wasn't this movie shot in the eighties? And then there was some deal with like, or maybe it was conceived in the eighties, or something along the lines of like, part of this was shot in the eighties, but it wasn't released until ninety five. It was. I thought it was that because of. I mean, we're gonna jump way ahead here, but like because of the surprise cameo from a truly, truly famous and, and iconic actor in this movie. Yeah, who croaked yeah. in the middle of it, yeah. Who died yeah. in the middle of it, but they filmed, what had happened was, 
this the director of this movie met him at a party and was like, oh my God, I want you to be in my movie. But he hadn't really like made this movie yet. Like he had the idea. Yeah. So there was, they shot and his so they scenes. shot his scenes, which was them. why they feel very disjointed. And every time he drives up, his face is always kind of shadowed because I'm pretty mm. sure he's not in those scenes where he yeah. actually drives up. It's just like, yeah, and it's pretty much like one shot of his face that they used four times because they had no choice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But we're way ahead of ourselves. Sorry, so, we're, sorry. Back, we're back, back on the movie set on this day, and not only have we run out of film, but they have to shut down for the day because it's Russia. They're on a actual clock you can't just shoot whenever you want the studio closes at six yeah so they're all going home and, and but, locked from the outside yeah like and just kind of like locked down completely with nobody yeah like nothing allowed to happen in there uh-huh well um except, uh, ex- except for sex film except for sex film <laughs> secret sex film yes <laughs> which i was like how did those dudes like just hang out back i guess it's like Cause that old timey, um, old timer like security guard was walking around with like the literal like giant ring of like those it, old antique keys. Yeah, yeah, those fucking like Pirates of the Caribbean keys. <laughs> like he's going to open like a, you know treasure chest or something with them. Yeah, well, I sure he, they just because they knew them and whatever they had their own keys, whatever. I guess this is not important because the no. thing is. She has to go back because she's like, oh, I forgot this mask that I want to work on. We're shooting on it tomorrow. And the killer's mask. Yeah. And so she went back to get it. And the, they're like, oh, I'll meet, I'll meet you at the apartment, people who can talk. Mm-hmm. Oh, but should we wait for my sister who is going to be going back to help you on your stupid ass movie? Oh, no, no, no. Screw her. She's got her own car. Yeah, Don't worry about it. own car. And he's got to get cracking on that chili, man. That's chili. Yeah. That chili ain't going to chuck itself. <laughs> really gonna chug itself yeah um, yeah so she goes back inside and she's working on the thing and like then she hears like noises and whatnot and that's when we see our snuff film for the first time um also a film that i will probably watch um and, and star in perhaps <laughs> um and the oh like where's that like, ring where's that ring <laughs> Uh, not the snuff part, but the other part. <laughs> the not, sexy part. The, the sex, sexy part. The sex making. The sex, the sex making, making part. You know, with like the mask and all that mm. kind of stuff. I'd be like, no, I'd watch that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> into that. <laughs> I mean, she looked good. She did look really good. She looked real good. Like, the girl, the woman in the video? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you yeah. know. She looked like a Russian whore. Yeah. That's what I mean. Well, I mean, she was a meaty Russian woman of good stock. Exactly. Good, good vodka drinking, breathing stock. You know, so oh, she had some meat on her. She had the blunt, ble- bleached white hair, kind of on the older side. Don't yeah. Ju- don't judge what I'm into. I'm not <laughs> judging what. Hey, I know it's Kristen. Hello. Um, Kristen is the hottest 72 year old woman I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So she she stumbles across this porn film being made yeah. and. Has she realized that she's locked in yet? Um, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why she's looking. She hears noises and she's like, hi. And she's trying to find somebody to let her out. So she sees the guy that they're in, uh, that her and two of her co-workers yeah. Yeah, the are, work, are you know, in this, working on or in this movie. She's yeah. like, okay, well, I'm not going to interrupt the take. Oopsie. I'm not going to – I don't care what you guys are doing. It's all fine, whatever. Until all of a sudden, knife comes out, blood screaming, death everywhere. Yeah. And yeah. she can't scream because she's a mute. So. She's a mute. She's the mute. 
By the way, Witness. like the fact that she was a mute made this movie infinitely more interesting. Because, oh, absolutely. Because like, uh, like yeah, there's because in- first of all, you have a language barrier because they're in Russia, mm-hmm. and then you have this like this this barrier because she can't she communicates with a different language. So like the only person who really understands her is her sister. Yeah, clear she can't speak. She can't speak or scream. Yeah. So like there really is she just, can't make any noise unless there are some like, wonderful she, shots of her face silently <laughs> screaming. And Very her effective. face is amazing. Like the faces that she makes are fantastic. Like Yeah. She's very expressive. I loved this girl. Like, yeah, I, she's a like, she's a yeah. Russian actress and her name is Marina Zudina. I know. It's such a well, good name. It's a great name, except I hope that's how it's pronounced, because if it's not, that's how if that's not how it's pronounced, it's Marina Zudina, in which case exactly. I hope she really is a deaf mute and doesn't know that it rhymes. <laughs> oh. That's just stupid. Marina Zudina is stupid. That's not that's a magician's assistant. Ladies and gentlemen, Marina Zudina. <laughs> it does sound like that. I think it's a club act in Vegas. Yes. <laughs> like Judy Tenuta. Yes. Judy Tenuta and Marina Zudina. <laughs> Together at last. She had an ASL interpreter too. <laughs> sure. yeah, so, um, so, so then she like runs away. And this is the thing that I didn't, I didn't catch until we rewatched it the second time. Yeah. Was that she knocks over a, a coat the, rack, a coat rack of which I guess we're supposed. Well, I don't know how we're uh, supposed to know it. We're supposed to assume that it is like the Russian whores. You get it from the coat. I mean, it was like a totally ratty. Yeah. Hooker fur coat. Fur coat on, and, like, a, and a bag. I yeah. know, but I just assumed that it was just stuff from his shitty movie. Right, because like, we're on a film set. Like, like you do a... not assume anything in Russia. Fair. <laughs> in <laughs> Russia, things assume you. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> so she no- and so she knocks this bag over, and a bunch of shit falls out, and you have like a half second cut of this. Maybe it's a diskette. I mean, you find Maybe out later. It looks like a CD. You find yeah, out later, it's, it's like an old diskette. You know, like and, and it slides under a door or a cabinet or something. Yeah. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Or like some but chest of drawers or something. I, I had no idea. I just assumed she just made a sound and now they were out together. I had no idea that that was going to come back in like the third act. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but the thing is, this could have been the movie, like this could have been a great short film right here because for the next 20 minutes, it's her just yeah. trying to escape this building. And this yeah. whole scene is so Hitchcockian. It's amazing. There are some incredible shots in this. Like yeah. you have some, like you were like talking about the, um, the, the just like the cinematography of like yeah, there's some like of these so, shots. there's some shots where you get like this like really great wonder of like her coming down a hallway and she's always like just like um, one of the bad guys is just about to see her and she just happens to duck out of the way just in time and yeah, it's or great. she almost runs into them and if she could speak she would have made a noise and would be dead exactly, exactly. yeah 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 it's so unbelievably tense and like this like cat and mouse game is like through the hallways of this. I, I mean, I guess it's a film set, but it looks a whole lot like a hospital for some reason to me. Yeah. And it's Russia. It's right. It's Russia. We have to use things for the things that multitask. Yes. <laughs> no, but it's a ter- I mean, it's a terrifying old building anyway. It yeah. really is. And it's dark because all the lights are out because that's usually how things get dark when all the lights are out. Well done, Patrick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's a wonderfully tense, exciting, smart scene. You immediately yeah, see this girl is really smart. She's really smart. The things that she does, like where she decides she's going to hang down like in the elevator shaft and whatnot to like try and like 
like hide from them. She's like she she's like a plucky little thing. She does not give up like the whole time. She's yeah, I mean that knitted sweater vest might fool you into thinking oh she's God. a dowdy lesbian, but she's can, not. Can we talk about her outfit for a moment? Because she had two outfits in this movie where I was like, yes, I would wear both of these things. Um, but that 90s outfit is like the most 90s outfit I think I've like to have 90s in the 90s. And yet know? also what you would see European tourists wearing now. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. And I'm thinking, <laughs> uh, but I've been also thinking, hey, she's a makeup girl that looks like it has lots of pockets, like lots of pockets. <laughs> You would also see it in like the front window of an Urban Outfitters now. So yes, for five hundred dollars. For five hundred dollars, yeah. but like just the how many layers she was wearing. Oh my god! Like it's just like shit that I would have never been able to pull off because I was like a little bit rounder back in the nineties. Mm. And it's just like seeing her wear this, I was like, oh, I'm so jealous. That and I was jealous of her um, Rocky style um, silk dragon robe when she's at her. <laughs> Her, her what? She had that black oh, 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 oh. silk robe, and it had like a dragon embroidered yeah. on the back. And I was like, "Fuck off! I want that so badly." Okay, I don't. I didn't catch that one. There's another robe that caught my eye, but we'll yeah. talk. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> so too. this is whole battle to get at, and what I love—they set up cliches and don't follow through with them. They twist them. Yeah. yeah. For instance, most of this involves her getting a key out of an emergency. You know, one of those in case of emergency uh-huh. break glass. Mm-hmm. To open up the one door that she can get out of. And so, I mean, she's, first she breaks the glass, but she can't use the key because the guy's coming. But then he sees the glass has blood on it, so he knows definitely there's someone here now. Before they weren't sure. So now it's really life and death. But eventually, she's in a full-on chase with the younger of the two. There's a younger guy and this big, stocky, older, older guy who did the killing. And she, they were kind of setting up a love thing for them yeah. earlier on. Her and the younger guy. But no, he's totally evil. In like the beginning scene, they're all sort of like "Hello, Billy. Hello, Billy. You need to yeah. with it." It's like, oh, gross. <laughs> make, make it more white, like a real dead body. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? That was good. That was good. That like, was that was very good. You sounded just like him. Solid. But there's this scene where he's chasing her towards the door. She's got the key in her hand. They have a close up of the key. They have a close up of the teeny tiny lock. Yeah. And you're thinking, oh, fuck, she's not getting through. But girl, just slam the thing right in there, boom, right out. <laughs> she just, yeah, she really did. It was amazing. And the music lined up, real, like, perfectly yeah. with it. It was great. Like, like everything was really executed really well with all of those super tense scenes in that building. Yeah, in an American movie, there would have she would have been cowering at the door for a good 30 seconds while the killer guy slowly walked towards her. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, no, yeah. none of this bullshit. No. So she also would have been wearing a fraction of the clothing. Oh yeah, she would have been nude. Flip <laughs> in the middle of Russia in win- like in winter time or whatever. Plus, and- it's always winter here. <laughs> and, and like that's a good point. Like no one, like nobody moves slowly. They either moved at a pace where it's like I don't know where this person is, so I'm just going to be like searching. Or I know exactly. Hello, he's someone there. Hello. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um. So. So, where so she I? drops down into the elevator oh. shaft to like save herself, and to get and so like while she's hanging down there, she drops the key and she has to drop down to get the key. Oh yeah, we backtracked a bit, but sure, yeah. Yeah. Um. And it, it doesn't she jump and like grab onto the cable? It's like yes. <laughs> yeah, she is an action star. Like, she's amazing. I can't, like, I'm like, I would never, I would just be dead. I would never know how to do any of this. That's <laughs> you can't keep your mouth shut, so you totally would have been dead. 
not much like. in any of these scenes, much less to be at the bottom of the elevator sh- elevator shaft, and all of a sudden they're chucking fucking body parts on top. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 like, but like, and that was a really cool shot too. The way they kind of did the light through the bag, and you could see. Oh my you god! See it's face in the bag, yeah. and it, more silent screaming. Yeah. Exactly. Situated um, with a violin. Yeah. Yeah. She, whenever she's screaming, like there's a little violin going. I'm like that. Yeah. Really yeah. There's like a little sound effect. The sound in general in this movie was pretty interesting because, like, I mean, to go back just for a second, where they were doing when they were shooting the 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 bad horror movie in the beginning. And she's applying the makeup, like she's like applying her lipstick. She's the, lipstick. the lipstick. It's like, ex- like if there's you like heard that extra like squish. mush that like squish. Yeah. And like I noticed that like at certain points they tried to like pump up the the special effects just to like a little bit high, like a little bit louder uh-huh. than you used so, to. So you you know what putting on lipstick sounds like, Dan? Hmm. Tell us. <laughs> Hey, we're all actors. We've all put on lipstick, all right? <laughs> We've all done it. Um, you don't know what we do with our Fridays. It's a thing. Um, but yeah, so... Did I say I'm not wearing any pants? You did mention that. Just you can mention it again if you like. I'm just wearing lipstick below my waist. <laughs> <laughs> but whose lipstick? Oh. oh. Um, okay, so... She's in the elevator shaft. She thinks she's safe and all that kind of stuff. And then, um, what like what happens after that? Like, they, I don't know. It's really hard to talk about this because it is all pretty much silent. Yeah, yeah and it's all it's, visual. It is all visual. But it's an amazing chase scene. And like I said, she gets through that door. Surprise! It's second story, and the door doesn't really go anywhere. <laughs> it yeah. just like falls off the edge of the building because it's Russia. Oh right, yeah. She like gets outside, and then like he barrels through the door, and she oh, gets, right. she gets knocked yeah, yeah. off of uh, like she falls a into staircase like, or something. Yeah, and then she yeah, lands yeah. in a dumpster full of like old film canisters. Of which it was like mm, her spine is destroyed. Uh-huh. Like she, what is it? She is now paralyzed. Yeah. Well, so, that's the thing too, because at this point she has called. She has tried to call her sister. Yeah. Right. So her sister They've been is on the on, phone. Right. So yeah. Of course, like Chuck and the chili. We're making yeah. things very, very difficult. And actually, it was Clark. His name is Clark. Clark. Ugh. Ugh. I mean, I know he's meant to be hateable, but I. Ugh. But I yeah. mean, this is all just this. I mean, that whole scene had to happen. You know, they have to, you know, just show that you know they have to have an excuse for why sister doesn't know that there's a problem. Yeah. Right. She's pretty intuitive, though. Like she can kind of just like tell. She's like, "All right, something's wrong," and she's like, "We got to go back." Yeah, she's the one who finally convinces, and they just happened to pull up. Yeah. Like when uh, the young killer guy gets to Billy. Yeah. Which is the special effects girl's name, in case we haven't said that. I think you said it, but he said it in a Russian accent, so they might be very confused. Billy. 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 Billy, Billy Hughes. But this was another great scene in that she's like, oh, we have to go for help. We have to go call for an ambulance. Go call for an ambulance. And he's like, no, I will stay with her. She might have hurt her spine. If she yeah. moves, she could die. And she's like, okay, I'll go. But yeah. when she looks back at Billy, she sees Billy's face. Yeah. Well, Billy was, also sits about halfway up, which we're like, oh, okay, I guess your spine's fine. There's now. a running theme that gets introduced, late, put into words later on, the moment, about the moment somebody knows when they're about to die. Yes. Mm-hmm. That you can see it in their eyes, that they have this look about them, and it, it, it and comes it's like a look you can't fake. That's you can't act it. Like, right. You can't act it. It's just the, like, they had a, Billy and the dead hooker had a moment of that. Mm-hmm. Before, just before, yeah, just before the knife happened, you know, the knife was out, but she saw the woman's face and they had a lock eye moment just before the stabbing started. 
And now her and her sister have that exact same moment. And she's like, no, fucking get away from her. Get away from her. Get away from her. Yeah. But don't worry. The Russian cops and their terrier? Terrier dog? Like, oh, no, no. It, was, it wasn't the cops. Sorry. It, the it was cops. the security. It was security, security guard. guard. Puka. Puka. Don't Puka. Dog. It is beautiful. Was it an Airedale? He had a beautiful so. Airedale terrier. Like, Puka. <laughs> Puka the dog. Puka, like, right. This beautiful purebred Airedale Terrier. I was like, wow, all right. So at this point, the cops are called. Yeah, cops are yeah. called. Everyone's Everything like, is done right. You know, the cops are called because she says, I've seen a murder, and now, of course, there is no evidence. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no evidence. So they got rid of everything or switched out everything with the stage blood, and, and everything is gone. And yeah. this is where you start to see that it's not just the fact that she ha- that she's mute, but also the fact that they're in Russia, which, like, doubles down on the stakes because now like, everything has the, to go through their translation. Yeah, and, and, like and she's Russian an American and she's a woman. Yeah, exactly. exactly. They, they're very, like, dismissive of her. Like, and, like, nah, whatever. We don't believe you. You need, And it was almost like you need to prove it. And this is one thing that really bothered me was they're like, well, no, it was fake. It was, it was just for yeah. a movie. Just for a movie, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, just a quick question. Where the fuck is the actress if it's just a movie? Yeah. Like, let's just ask that question. Oh, yeah. oh, she's not, you didn't actually murder her. She should be able to be like, oh, no, I'm fine. Hello. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. no one ever asked that question. That's one thing that really bothered me. You're right. Me. They didn't yeah. do that. The movie's <laughs> ruined. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> no, it's really good otherwise. But I'm just saying. <laughs> it, is so, it is kind of dumb. I mean, because, like, I almost respect that they try to, like, pull that whole, oh, it was fake thing. Like, because you're almost like, yeah, all right, I'll go along with that. Like, right. And if that had been the choice that the real director of this film had made, like, I would have found that to be kind of like, oh, that's kind of a cute little ending to this, like, short film here. All right, whatever. But, like, the fact that it's, like, the, those things like that, it's such a glaring hole that, like, no. I just, I just wanted them, I just wanted, you know, someone to ask, like, well, where is she? And then they all they had to say was, like, oh, she left. Yeah, or, we'll like, get to her in the morning. Or, or like, call her. Call her right now, you know what I mean? Like, something. Something. Um, but, but you know what's fine? They didn't do it. Deal with it. All right? Didn't, right, right, didn't right. do it. So, um, minor, minor flaw in a great movie. So what, it, what amazes well, me is that everyone's just kind of like, oh, okay, now we're done. Like, everyone go home and have some shots. Well, and yeah, and then the young guy who, I think his name was Alex, the, 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 the guy that she was almost romantically involved with, he's like, I'm sorry, Billy, we did try to be like you. After all this is over and everybody's going home, I'm just looking at Billy going, tell him you're fired. Yeah, <laughs> you're like, both right. fired. <laughs> Exactly. Like, well, they try to placate like jackass director by being like, "We wanted we to do better. A, we wanted to test. We were making a test for you, all this kind of stuff." And I, he's I, like, "I wouldn't let you do a test." It's like, "Shut the fuck, fuck, fuck up, shut up." <laughs> and then what? The other thing I liked was that in a, in an attempt to try to prove that it was fake, they go and they steal uh, Billy's like uh, prop knife, and then go and <laughs> fake stab the director, of which. I was pretty excited about that. Just because I was like, was "Yes, I hope he's." I was like, "I hope these guys are really going to kill everybody right now." Right, like, and, and then like you know, so everyone's screaming, "Oh my god!" Ah, right, and he's like, "No, oh, it's fake. It's fake." We all thought it was real, but it was fake. This is not. Yeah. And I'm like, "Yeah, no, you're right. That definitely wasn't a murder. It sure was assault, though." Yeah. Like, are we just all fine with this, Russia? We are fine with this. Yeah. Oh this no! Is how we do business. I, I proved innocence by stabbing you with blunt object in chest. I also think me. I also think got got the feeling that those guys knew the cops. Yeah. Yeah, probably. It's yeah. a small, it's a small section of Moscow. Everybody knows everybody. We all know each other from the pub. So there's that too. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So. So then now he's like, well, this is one of my favorite scenes is that now they're, they're driving away. They've somehow said like, Oh, Billy, you don't know what you're talking about. It was totally fake. And, uh, they're driving to go get food because dum dum screwed up the chili from earlier. And so he's in the car and he's like, that was the most embarrassed I've ever been. And he's there just about to walk into a restaurant covered in fake blood. Yeah. Yeah. That's the most embarrassed you've ever been. Fuck you. (laughs) Hey, it's Tuesday night in, in Moscow. Right. Oh, come in. It's blood night. It is, it is two for one blood day. <laughs> two for one blood day. No problem. Uh, Extra borst for you. Fucking Chuck. Suck my dick, Chuck. Um, <laughs> <laughs> asshole. Um, so, yeah, so dinner, everyone's like, you know, and Billy's still going like, I'm not fucking wrong. Like, I know that. I know what I saw. Yeah, and at least, like, her sister is listening to her. She's trying to see, play both sides, of course. Clark is like, hey, whatever, I got to go back to my movie. Let's talk about the movie. And I was like, fuck you, Clark. Yeah. Oh, if you, if you want me to, I'll have, I got, my dad gave me the number for the, for the embassy. The embassy. I was like, Jesus. Oh, fuck That's you. right. Well, that comes back later. That makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> Why Chuck is the, I'm just going to call him Chuck for the rest of this. Go right ahead. You call him whenever you want. <laughs> Wait, it's, it's Clark, is though. It isn't Clark? It? It's Clark. It's Clark. Because I, I have it in my notes that I have all the characters' names down on the side. Because the sister was Karen, he's Clark, the guy was Alex, and I also wrote that Karen, the sister, looked like Lucy Arnaz. Okay. A young Lucy I, with a little yeah. bit of Courtney Cox. Like a yeah. little bit. She had her moments where she looked like Courtney Cox, yeah. Mm-hmm. In her Scream 3 period where she had that weird bang thing going on, but that's not the point yeah. right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so of course, at this point, I'm going, where are we going now with this story? Because this story just climaxed. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sort exactly. of like, oh, it's over. And like everyone's like going home for the night. Well, we know it's not over because we know it's real. Exactly. But we're just still like, wait, I'm like, how, how are we going on with this? So Billy's like, I'm fine. I'm going to go back to my apartment. Yeah, which, by the way, <laughs> if you've just, like, that's, if you've just witnessed a murder and been chased down by two gigantic Russian dudes. The first thing I want to do is, of course, go home by myself, get naked, and get into a bathtub. She needs some like, her time. She needs some her time. She, she needed to rub one out really fast. She had I, a lot of I frustration. I was hoping that was that was going to be a thing because I was like, that I, I would I would respect that because she can't talk, she can't scream, she has a lot of pent up frustration. She has got to get out, and you can't do that around Clark. No, no, she needs some release. She also had like a really sweet apartment for this. Bi- I'm guessing this is a temporary shoot. Like yeah. they must have. She, how did she Airbnb that? Like yeah, that's yeah, pretty I good. Don't I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she got some like special handicap thing. I don't know. They, they, uh, it was very impressive. When, just when do we get to talk about the laptop? Because I could talk. Well, first of all, now we find out that yes, there was really a murder because the night watchman, right. while he's doing his rounds, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah. Well, good old Puka. 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 Look at the awesome dog. Winds up dying because he finds the bones of the girl that was. Yeah, they were in the incinerator. In the incinerator. And of course, they were putting them in the incinerator so both the Night Watchman and Puka get killed because dogs always die in these movies. Which also had one of like the. uh, My other like favorite sight gag was when um, when the Night Watchman is like walking towards the incinerator, there's a shot of him with a with a column that's lit, that's like, you know, kind of illuminated to the left of him. Uh-huh. And it looks like there's a shadow of a knife coming towards him. I'm like, oh shit. And it turns out that it's just the brim of his hat. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. 
And I was like, oh, that's such a good gag. I love that. It's really like they have tons of them in this movie, in this. and it's fantastic. Um, so no. after, after that happens, Big Boss Man, like we see the this should we reveal the identity of this incredibly famous actor who's in this movie now? He pulls up in his big yes. car. Oh, we, we, okay, I'm not sure when the Russian agent shows up. Not oh, at all. That's after. This is like because well, I mean, I think we're seeing. I think we're we're back at the police station now, right? Yeah, yeah we're at the police station, and they're like, "Well, we hear that there's a snuff film. There's a report of a snuff film. The we ambassador. have the film. We have the film canister right here. We've brought in the American ambassador, the ambassador, and then the and the Russian uh, like detective or policeman or whatever the hell is yeah, yeah, I want to say KGB, but the wall had come down, so I don't know what they call. He was he was a much higher level than the cops were. Well, he used yeah. to be KGB he though, used, so you go. Yeah, I used to be KGB, but not yeah. KGB does me. Well, I, had, I have to stop doing Yakov Shmirnov right now. Yeah. Well, no, 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 no. This is the right time to do the worst Russian accent ever because this had the worst dubbing I've ever seen I on film. I cannot. Yeah, it's he's full on. Like, like we're talking Hercules in New York level. Band. Wow, nice what? reference. Well done. Well done. Yeah, it is pretty bad, but you know, it, but you know, he had lots of exposition. He's he's your creepy old exposition guy. Yeah. Because yeah. now we found out what's going on all around this, which is a bit much, but I don't mind. Okay. Because we're, we we hear about the butcher, yeah, the, the the reaper, the reaper. Oh, the reaper! I'm sorry, the reaper. Don't fear him, Don't because fear. he's already dead. Yeah, he's um yeah. He's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and like he, it was the whole shtick that like there was just so the diskette from earlier. There was a whole thing that it had like information on it. Yes, I mean the the reaper is the head of this huge international drug and prostitution ring. Yeah. Right, 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 right. And it was for him that they were making the movie. Apparently, he has a whole snuff trade. Right. As well. Right, that's but just like, one division of his evil empire. Right. But, like, the diskette was apparently stolen by the hooker's boyfriend or something. Yeah, like that was a bit of a stretch. And, like, I, we, she was we, a double agent of some kind as well, but she, I don't know, whatever. Do that part gets a little fuzzy. Yeah. yeah. And see, but this, the diskette had the names of everybody in this ring. This is where all of the air kind of went out of the souffle for me. Because I was like, oh, man. Because, like, it was amazing up until that point. Well, this was, this was the quiet part. Because you have, like, three really big action sequences. And it does get a little boggy in between them. But for me, it doesn't matter because all action sequences are amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, so he actually – actually, this is the guy. This detective guy is the first one who talks about that face of yeah. someone who's about to die. Because he's uh, – the best right. says, have you – they're waiting for them to screen – the movie, right. the snuff it's, film, and he's like, "Have you right, seen right. any of these?" He's like, "I have," and you'll never forget the look yeah. in your face when someone knows when they are about to die. The sheer terror—it's unforgettable, and it's all this buildup. That like, oh my god, we're gonna watch a snuff movie right now. It's gonna be so awful. But the film that they gave him was the shitty horror movie that they were making. <laughs> yeah, and obviously, it's not a snuff film. And yeah. the best part is then, like, he gets the we you know we get a phone call back at the apartment with the director and Karen Clark. Clark, Chuck, Clark, whatever. Chuck, whatever. And he gets off the phone and goes, oh, okay, good. Hey, Karen, turns out it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a snuff film at all. It was just the worst horror movie they've ever seen. He said, yeah. Yeah, he, he said, he said it was the worst piece of shit I've ever seen. And we know that he's talking about his own fucking movie. So now the police are not, now the police have closed it. Yeah. Everyone has lost interest in it except for this detective guy. Yeah. Right. 
Um, well, and she and now and now if we talk about the laptop, can we talk about the laptop? No, because we gotta because oh. we gotta reveal who that like. So once that happens, then oh, we right. see yes, the yes. Reaper pull up, and he talks to Alex, and he gets like mm -hmm. I don't know, they give him the film that they made or whatever. And he's like, Alex, did you get the diskette? And he's like, uh, no. No, he said, like, did it go well? Did it go, did it go, did smoothly? It go smoothly? Yes. And he's like, uh, well, not quite. And he's like, well, make sure it goes smoothly. Bye. Or else you um, don't get paid. Yeah. yeah. Or else you don't get paid. Yeah. Because um, uh, they have a very, very, very firm no witnesses rule. Yeah. So, and she's a mute one, so she's got to go. Exactly. Even the mute variety cannot, can, will not stand, man. No, so of course these guys know where she lives because she's on the ca the the crew roster. Exactly. I do love how everything seems pretty logically kind of planned out. Yeah. With like a few glaring oversights. Yeah. But everything is like it. Everything is kind of cause and effect. Like everything's caused by something else. So. So who is this Reaper? Oh my God, he is the one and only. And I still like the first time we watched this. I remember him pulling up, and I think we both screamed. Yep. <laughs> yep. We were like, is that? Alec fucking Guinness. Fucking Ben Kenobi. Obi-Wan Ben Kenobi. Ben Kenobi comes up and is just badass for like a, just a second. And then it's just like, okay, bye. He has <laughs> two lines. He has two lines. He uh -huh. didn't, uh, so I guess the trivia of this is he didn't get paid for this. He, he just literally did it like. He was just like, oh yeah, I'll do it. Sure. Yeah. No yeah. problem. Yeah. I'll hang out. Like what? But there, clearly there was some kind of legal problem, though, because did you see how he was billed in the closing credits? No. No. A line, of, a line of question marks. Really? really? Yep. Maybe, uh, it, maybe this, since this was released after he died or something, was this released after he passed away? I think yeah. he might have, yeah. I think there might have, I'd have to look it up, but I think I might have also read something that, like, he just said, like, I don't want, like, my name to, like, a clip like I don't want them to promote this as being like, oh Ben, you know, like Alan Ben, Ken is ben Kenobi's film. in this, yeah. yeah. So like, there might have been something like that. But supposedly he told the director, like, no, 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 no. I don't, I don't need any compensation for this. It's just a one day shoot, no problem. Good yeah, for you, see. Alec Guinness, right? right? Which is very funny, like when you hear about all of the terrible things he wrote about being in Star Wars. Right, exactly. He was just like, God, this movie sucks. But Mute Witness, thumbs up. <laughs> I'm just saying, well, he was gay. Maybe he was having sex with the director. Maybe. Maybe they, maybe they met on like, you know, like a cruise or something like that. And it was like, oh, hey. Was on a cruise. On an RSVP cruise. Hey, hey. Alex went on all the time. Yeah. Sure, why not? Anyway, back to the movie. <laughs> So now Billy's in her apartment, like, and as we've said, she's taking her bath. She's been walking around the apartment and just, you know, whatever. And, you know, we, we established the fact that her neighbor is a peeping Tom. Yeah. Yep. Yep. We get a little bit of boob action. Yeah. Because, because he is, of course, Chekhov's peeping Tom. Because <laughs> you don't introduce a peeping Tom if you don't use him again later. Exactly. <laughs> True. For another great joke, too. Yeah, that was a solid joke. Yeah. Too. Yeah. And it's, again, smart one, too. Yeah. Yeah. At the height of like a really tense moment, like it was, it was really good. And she's um, taking her bath, but she's having you know visions about the whole thing. And hey, good for her for doing nude scenes. Right on, heroin doing nude scenes. She was just like in it. Yep. Nope. Like let's do this. Um, not a shrinking violet at all. No. And like that was like the whole this whole scene was like. First of all, let's talk about the machine and the, the laptop. The machine. Yes, that's oh, right. Okay. She, before she takes her bath or whatever, before, or maybe after she takes her bath, she calls her sister just to say everything's okay. But she's got one of those. Patrick, how can she call if she's a mute? 
Well, she has this laptop thing, Stay, and a special headset <laughs> that will translate what she taught a speech to text sort of thing. But like it's the mi- it's like the mid '90s, so it's the shittiest speech to talk or text to speech like translator ever. It's fantastic. I love it's it. Really- I- it's so I want good. it. I want it. I want it. It is really terrible. And the thing that I thought was amazing was that the voice that came out translating the text kind of sounded like it had a Russian accent. Hello, this is Bill Hughes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I also wanted that laptop. It also sounded like a dude. So oh, yeah. it was a dude. I, I also wanted that laptop because it had a flip out trackball. Oh, yes, it oh, did. Yeah. It I was just like, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. It, and it flipped out as like a, like an old school flip phone. I was like, <laughs> like who the hell designed this? It, this is it kind of flipped out like some Star Trek shit. This, yeah, really yeah, yeah, yeah. With a tricorder. It was great. I, I liked that the phone receiver plugs right into a little thing. Oh, like, yeah. It had the little modem, special modem thing for the phone yep. receiver. Yeah. Yep. I was like, this is so cool. Because she needs her hands free to type. Exactly. And she had like, but there's so many steps. It's like she picks it up and it's like flip out the thing, plug in the receiver, put on the headset, scroll through. And scroll that look for the pre pre-entered response. Hello, this is Billy Hooves speaking. Yeah. Well, it, it, Billy Hooves speaking. speaking. Oh, it was amazing. Did anyone else notice that the like the little talk button looked like it was crying or screaming? I didn't. Ah. That's a, I was I, like, I, I was wondering that. whether I was like that was that, probably the height of technology at the time. That was like some serious Microsoft shit right there. Yeah, <laughs> it was pre Clippy. It was it was, pre- it was pre-clippy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Clippy. Looks like you're being murdered. Can I help you with that? <laughs> um. Yeah. So that thing's amazing. I want so, one. So, I want. I want it on my iPhone. Basically, is what but, I. Oh, so that, right. So now she's. So she's back at the apartment. The bad guys know where she is at the apartment, and so she's on the phone with her sister, sister when there's a knock at the door. Of which the sister tells her, "Don't answer the fucking door. It's two o'clock in the morning in Russia. Yeah, Don't exactly. do that." Don't but do she's that. already taken her headset off. Yeah. And yeah. so now she's at the door, and you know. <laughs> She, she lays through, and it's the young right. guy, and she's like, "He's like Billy. I just want to talk. I want to explain." No, no, she, no, 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 she looks no. through, There's and no he's not there. there. Oh, is that what it was? Okay, I'm making up a totally different movie that I saw six months ago because I don't remember. So fuck you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> well, no, yeah. So she puts the chain on the door, and she opens the door. Which, what are you doing? Don't. Yeah, don't fucking do that. What's the matter with you? He's not know. there. Like, just let it, let it go. You I don't just, like. Escape. Yeah, no, nobody's but, dropping by with a surprise pizza at two o'clock in the morning in Moscow. But, it's not happening. I don't open the door for the, you know, old black ladies that come around my neighborhood to tell me about Jesus. So I'm not going to open up a door at 2 o'clock in the morning in Russia. Literally anyone. After almost being murdered. Yeah. Yeah, After almost being being murdered and witnessing a murder. So he, like, shoves his his foot in the door opening. And she, like – and she also, again, being a badass, isn't like, oh, my God. She goes and she grabs an umbrella and starts whapping him with it. Yeah, beating the shit out of him. Like, and, like, gets him to get out of the door, shuts the door, and when you think she's safe, you hear a fucking power tool, and he starts removing the screws. Yeah, you see the drill start coming through the door. You were fucked, girl. Oh, my God. What a good device, though, because it's like, okay, he does need to get through it. And, like, the sound of the drill is fantastic. And the fact that you're like, okay, there's four screws. Like, just, it's a great pacing thing. So then she has to run back to the amazing laptop, 
flip open the trackball, start calling the police. But of course, which by the way, her sister's like hasn't heard any of this, but has by now figured out something's wrong again. I'm going over there and makes yeah. So she's got to go wherever the fuck they are in Russia, who we know uh, in Moscow, so we don't know how long that's gonna take. Yeah, right. So so, so she's still shit up a screen. So she's trying to call the police, and yeah. here's that language barrier thing again. Exactly. And she has to deal with the fact that she's speaking English in Russia, but she has to deal with this fucking robot. Exactly. <laughs> Screaming clippy robot thing. That was like the realest moment of the whole thing. Like, it was great. so fucking real. Because the like, operator is like, police? No, I don't understand. I don't but, understand. Hello? Hello? Or my favorite when she typed in, bad man wants to kill me. Yeah. yeah. Bad man and then it repeated that. And the woman on the other end goes, Batman wants to kill you? <laughs> Yeah, Batman wants to Batman kill wants to kill me. I, I miss Batman <laughs> wants to kill me. I miss that. It was good. I mean, I did think that was hilarious. Um, but but yeah. what I love about all what I love about all this stuff too is like funny shit happens, but it's not a joke. No, it's like like it's it's funny because it's like actually kind of terrifying. Uh, the oh movie, God, like, so the movie has humor sprinkled throughout it, but it's never a distraction. No, no, it never so like out of the movie. So she, so he gets in there, and now they have like an, another amazing fight scene. And another joke is that they're making so much noise that the downstairs neighbors are like, "Hey, shut the hell up!" Banging on the, the old man, they're yeah. bed, and the old man's banging on the on the ceiling with the broom. Yeah. And so and, you know, we get to see them three times, so you know there's gonna be a payoff. Yeah. Yep. And like so, we, and so some. And there is a big one. So. A big one. So they have the huge fight scene and she's jumping through the window and throwing knives at him and being a badass. And then she gets herself into the bathroom where she's trapped essentially. And he starts like punching his way through the he door. He basically like Jack Nicholson's the door and yep. gets through and falls, fall, comes through it so hard he falls into the bathroom. No, no, no. Door open. No, that's point. not what happened because she's she is not – Yet beaten. She is rummaging to find anything. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. She is trying to find anything. What I love, she op- again, joke. She opens up the medicine cabinet and there's nothing in there except a box of stress tabs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Relax, stressful times. <laughs> but the only thing that she has is a lady razor and a Donald Duck toilet brush scrubber thing. Yes. Oh my That's God. That's all the weapons that she has. And you know what? She uses both of them and kills the guy. She sh- straight up does. Right, she opens up the straight door, and he goes and he sl- and because he's like run, like trying to knock down the door, he slams in and bashes his head against the uh, the wall the and wall. falls into the bathtub. And then she electrocutes him. Homegirl fucking throws that shit in the water and just electrocutes him. And <laughs> a, uh, a yeah, but she, cut, she cut his hand with the razor, and then she's like beating him with the brush. It was amazing. It was amazing <laughs> because it was a- again, again, it was Chekhov's Donald Duck toilet brush. You don't introduce Donald Duck Duck to- Chekhov. Down the toilet scrubby brush, unless somebody shoots somebody with it by exactly. three. And that's exactly what happened. And so she beats that guy. But then, like, what? So. And then I guess the other. And clocks Alex one, knocks his ass out. They're not policemen. Yeah, they're KGB. Right. So. They're working for the Ripper. Reaper. Yeah. Ripper. Mr. <laughs> Mr. Roop, Mr. Coop. I don't know who. Yep. Mr. Hooper. They're working for Mr. Hooper from Sesame Street. There you go. So then the so then the ex KGB guy get tells you know like oh I'll save you I'll save you right. He's like put your clothes on let's put get the hell out of here. Which we had a lot of shots of her putting on her panties. Oh, there was a lot of that. A so lot I was of like, focus all right. on that. Well, because because you left out a couple of things that got left out here was we're going back when she's first. Oh, sorry. He's yeah. trying to get in through the door. With the with the with the screws, she's trying. You know, she, it's clearly the thing with the cops 
on the phone isn't trying to help. She looks out and she's like, oh, the peeping Tom guy. Yep. Oh, right. She rips that robe wide open, butt ass naked, jumping up and down in the window, <laughs> using her body for good, smartly. Yeah, yeah, totally smart. But of course, he's gone yeah. now. Yeah. Stupid. Such a good joke. It was such a good joke. But no, the cops show up and actually kill their surviving, the younger guy. Yeah. They shoot him right in the head because they're not cops. But um, she's already been snuck out of there by the. Oh, you're KKK. right. That came. That did KKK. come later. Um, and so they come in. They shoot Alex. They see that the other guy's dead. And um. Right, and then this is where like stuff gets a little confusing because man, then he starts doing his whole exposition thing about the Reaper and the right. Well, now she's finding out, and also through all this too. I'm trying to like uh, condense a bit. <laughs> you're, you're, she doesn't trust him, and I'm not sure if we should trust him. Exactly. Yeah. Again, she's smart. At some point, he's like, uh, okay, you got to do this or whatever. But she, I don't remember exactly what the situation was, but she wound up handcuffing him. Yeah. Because he drives past the, uh, the, police, the police officers. Station. Like, she's pointing at the police officers going, let's get the police. And he's like, no, no, no. Just, we got to go get the diskette first. They are, yes, we must get diskette. Police are in on it. And in yeah. the meantime, now her sister and Dum Dum director. But, like, he never says the police are in on it. He never says the police are, the police work for the Reaper. He never says no, think, that, does he? I think he says something about how he's an un, he's undercover. Or something. Oh, he yeah. Says, but he well, whatever. Like- He's a whatever bullshit story that's not bullshit. Yeah. We don't know whether to believe it or not, but it sounds really shady. It is super shady. And at, like, and we're just sort of like, all right, I don't know if to trust you because you're really badly dubbed. So, <laughs> um, like, you know. Be mute, but this sounds terrible. This sounds terrible. Like, I don't care if she ever says a word, but you. Mm. Um, so, yeah, so they, like, they're driving away, and, and she tries to get away, and then, like, and there's, mean, a, there's a pretty mean car chase scene, which is also cool. Yeah, like, with, like, old Russian cars, so, like, the turning radius is, like, three lanes wide. Yeah. Um, Moves like the, comet, but, steers like cow. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and in the, in the meantime, now, her sister and Dum Dum director are coming back to her apartment, and they run into the... Police. Uh, on the tape cops. Yeah, and, the, the big police. And, there's like, she, and this is also where we go into some high comedy shit. Yep. Yeah. Where these two, I mean, they're all of a sudden they're in like a, a 40s movie. Because yeah. they find the dead bodies and they wind up screaming and they're barricading themselves in the bedroom. And like you just hear all this screaming and running around from the other room while the young other guys just like young bad guys just sitting in the living room like Americans. Well, stupid smoking cigarettes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, yeah, this was when I was like, all right, with Chuck being around. Cause like I did, she was basically just like, you're an idiot the whole time. Just like every time he said something, she just kind of was like, Oh, I gotta do everything myself around here. And then they, then they became like a really terrific, like comic and duo. She, and she manages, she's the one who manages to like do something awesome. I can't remember exactly what, like she flips a chair or pulls something and like, right. Cause like, these fake cops are going to assa- uh, assassinate them. Kill him. Yeah. yeah. They're on the floor. You know, yeah, hands so she, bound behind and all that shit. And she does yeah. some ninja shit herself. I don't yeah, remember exactly what it was either. And knocked somebody out. Oh, no. She knocked him over and then he shot himself in the chin. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's amazing. And so then, like, after she pulls that move and, like, they've kind of defeated these cops, they're standing there with, like, a gun in one hand and, like, a club or something in the other. And that's when... Four dead bodies <laughs> in, the, in, the, in, the, in the house now. <laughs> and the old guy from downstairs comes up to yell at them. Yeah, and there's and dead bodies. It's so funny because like, the two of them are just like, um, uh, uh, okay, okay, this might look really bad. 
He kind of does that Homer Simpson through the hedge thing where he's kind of like... Right, right, right. Like, backs out of there. With the exception of he turns around and he... I can hear you now. Fantastic. I suppose we went half over 8 o'clock, so studio had to shut down. Nice, nice callback. Hold, hold, hold on just a second. I think I see what the problem is. I just got to take my headset off for a second. Okay. Motherfuckers. Technology, man. Yeah, it sucks. It's bullshit. It's... Where, yeah, okay, so where were we? Okay, um... Superman robe. Superman robe. Yeah. That was so funny. Oh, my God. It was the best. Exactly. You know he wears that during the sex. Absolutely. I would. Mm-hmm. I, I want to take a little little fireside chat moment for my. I want to tell you a story Ooh. that kind of fits in. When I first moved in my apartment building here, uh, it, the whole building had just been renovated. They had kicked everybody out because it had been a slum, and I was one of the first tenants to come back. Mm-hmm. Okay, now uh, the super at the time, Eastern European dude. Uh, he, this one day he's like, "Are you home during day?" I said, "Yes." He's like, "I need you to let gas people in." Downstairs, come. I show you where key is to let them into, you know, boiler room. Um, I just want to point out that I snickered when you said gas people. Just <laughs> wanted you to know that. <laughs> yes, the gas people. They come. They fart on you. <laughs> You're so immature. <laughs> this is a very serious story. <laughs> and, Sorry. And the key was under a rock or some shit. And he's like, be sure to lock the door after they're done and hide the key. Because the kids from the school across the street, if you don't do that, they break into boiler room and make it the sex. (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. Kristen, I live across the street from a grammar school. It's K through four. Stop. Stop it. No. I'm like, okay. Oh, God. Okay. I don't know what kind of... Now I... Because now I'm in the room like, because this is where I want to have sex. This dirty ass. Yep. <laughs> Former slum boiler room. I'm being serious. So, yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, just, they just, they have the, they have the crossing guard, walk them over. They break in. They make it a sex. They go back. They play a little hopscotch. Go home. <laughs> God. They have snacks. <laughs> snacks. Snacks. A little bit of a nap time. <laughs> yeah, I got your snacks right here. <laughs> Oh my That's god! That's how you get on a watch list. <laughs> Disgusting. Yeah, we better stop. We're we're all gonna we're all gonna get in trouble. We're all gonna get horny anyway. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, homeboy had a Superman robe. It was pretty dope. Um, and so now we're we're back to the studio. We have to find the the disket. But now the whole fucking mob has shown up. It right. is crazy. And well, I don't want to spoil it. It's a pretty solid ending. It like, is a solid ending. Yeah. It's it's shocking. Initially, I was like, what? Oh. Yeah. It's shocking. It's clever. Um, I wish it hadn't been such a mess to get to it. But... Yeah, because, like, even now, I can't entirely remember, like, what, how um, Dum Dum and Karen get... How do they realize that they're supposed to go back to the studio? 
Chuck and Chuck and yeah. Karen. Because basically, so she remembers that the diskette, which is this whole thing that they have to get, is back at the uh, movie studio, and so they yeah, they he's like, think, back. Billy, think, think, where the where think. did you see? And then she remember knocking the purse over. Yeah. So then they go back, they find the thing, then it's. She's and then also at the same time the sister and Dum Dum are there and he's fiddling around with the. Uh, oh, you know how they find out? I know how. I uh, think so. I think maybe not. I don't know how they know. No, this is how they find out. I remember now. Um, after they kill the two fake policemen. Right. But I don't remember if it was before. After, before or after Superman doesn't really matter. The walkie-talkie starts going off. That's it. Right. Somebody, That's you know, it. somebody wants some attention, and and yeah. so they don't know what to do. So Dum Dum picks it up, and he's like, "Pugus, forgot the dos," and he goes, "Duh." Yeah. Such a moron! Shut the fuck up, Chuck. But it worked. But it worked. But but the sister said, "I heard, I heard studio." Yeah. Yeah. That's studio. That's the word for studio. She is brilliant. And I'm just like, as soon as this is over, girl, ditch this guy. He is dead weight. You do not need him. You and your sister can like run around the world like Wonder Woman and Wonder Girl and fucking save people's lives. Like, yeah. Yeah, truly. And, th- and this is where he gets a little. Hey, if we can have a blind superhero in, in what is it, Daredevil? Yep. Why yeah. Not one? And also on um, uh, X Men. Uh-huh. She looked great in tights. Cyclops. Cyclops, yeah. Cyclops is also blind. Yeah. Well, mm. he just has eye. His uh, eye problems. Yeah. No, he's not technically not blind. Technically not. But anyway, um, uh, but yeah, a, a mute superhero would be dope. I would love that. No fun um, catchphrases though. Mm, She'd have to inter- uh, uh, have to uh, interpret uh, for everybody. She just have to like give a thumbs up. That Hold on, be- I gotta write something down. Gotta write it down. <laughs> like she'd have to sign something. It'd have to be like. That's the sound That's of me said that you That's smell. <laughs> exactly. Like, it would be amazing. If she just did, like, one of those, like, thumbs up, <laughs> like, right there. Um, okay. So they're at the studio. They, they find the diskette. And, they find like, the diskette. We have the Russian – we have the, uh, the KGB guy. And, he, and it looks like he's going to send her out to get shot up by the mob. That's okay. all lined yeah. up. Yeah. Spoiler territory. No Do we – do we want to not spoil it? I don't okay. want to spoil it because I provided a link for people to watch it on YouTube. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. I, really I want people to watch it. it. It really it's is a fantastic. good ending. So. It's fantastic, yeah. If it, if and, a, and there's an explosion and everything. We get to see the almost dead face two more times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. two more times. There's also a little bit of uh, chemistry and a little bit of heat between Billy and the uh, KGB guy mm-hmm. a little bit. There's like, that's my only guess is that's why we saw so many shots of her panties is because we're, they were trying to somehow Something. establish like this could be a sexy thing. Well, she did, have, put, she did have she was she did have to put get dressed in front of him in the car and yeah. She was naked also, in her robe. he does a great double yeah, take. He snuck a peek. He did like a little. He stuck a little peek over there. To see He's what, a man. He like did like boobs. Boobs. Like, hmm. All right. Yes. Pulling on panties, American panties. American panties. I mean, I know right now we're being chased by the mob and there's a snuff film and everybody's about to die, but, but hey, you know, those are my sets. A man's a man. Die tomorrow, snake a peek. Yeah. yeah. Why not? You can get fuck tomorrow, like right now. You can be dead yeah. right now. No, you're right. There is some heat between them, and that's kind of why I forgave a lot of the dubbing. Yeah. Because even with the dubbing, there was chemistry between the two of them. And, and I mean, like, whoever the actor himself was, yeah, like, he wasn't bad. He wasn't bad. Like, he, I, I thought he was like, all right, he's kind of like, you know, roguishly handsome, like, uh-huh. older man, like, type of thing. Uh-huh. Um, 
but I, I am sort of curious why the dubbing happened. Why? Yeah, I would love to just I would know love what to know why. He probably like, doesn't speak English very well. He's a Russian actor. That's what I'm. I'm wondering if it was just that his accent was so thick that maybe you just oh, couldn't Lord. understand what he was saying, and yeah. so that's why they dubbed him. I don't I know. That's what it was. I would also love it if it was just an in joke that this whole thing was just like, oh yeah, you know how like in. You know, bad horror movies, they have bad dubbing. Well, here you go. I actually have a little sound box that I have in my strapped in my chest. So every time I move my mouth, I have someone doing dialogue for me. <laughs> I have the KGB version of that little speech. Just <laughs> text thing. It reads my thought. I got nothing. <laughs> I got nothing. I s- love this movie. Yeah, it's, I love it too. This is a fantastic movie. Watching it again yesterday, I was like, I don't feel like this was a waste of my time at all. Whereas I feel like every moment of The Wicker Man was a total and complete waste <laughs> of my life. Except for I, anytime he punched somebody in the face. I'm like, you're punching women in the face. Like, not just punching, like kung fu chopping and kicking teenagers in the throat. Yeah. Like, which I understand, but like also... What? Why is this a thing that's happening? This movie just, I mean, Mute Witness, not Mute stupid. Witness, yeah. Let's, let's go back to Mute Witness. Because that's a movie worth talking about. Phen- like, she was phenomenal. Yeah. There was more than a few shots that I was just like, this is really good cinematography. Like, yeah. anybody who wants to, like, learn how to shoot stuff on a budget, this is a movie worth watching. It's re- yeah. And the score is sweeping. The yeah. The score is great, yeah. And, like... Just And I was saying this to Dan last night when we were watching it. I was like, I don't think anybody realizes how much detail needs to go into the idea of shooting a movie within a movie. You know what I mean? Like, because, like, all that shit that they have lying around, like, they need to think of that ahead of time. It's not like they're just showing up on a soundstage and everything's magically there, you know? Like, they... All those details, like there's a lot of, there were a lot of little touches and little details that really made this movie feel real. And I... I will continue to say it again and again and again. I love that neither of these women were helpless victims. Nope. They they were so strong and like so smart and like, you know, just really able to take care of themselves. And I I was like, this is proof that you don't need some dumb twat with, you know, double D's running around in a push-up bra, like as your heroine. And it's better. Like this, like this movie also felt really, really smart in that way too. Yeah. there was yeah. never a point where I thought like, oh, this is like, I, you know, I was making fun of the diskette and the, you know, all that other stuff. But like, realistically, all of the times where there was tension, it was all extremely logical. Yes. Like everyone there was like, the, the reason why I was thrilled and, you know, scared and excited and all those things was because like, oh shit, everyone is doing the thing that I would be doing in this situation and it's still not working out. Yes. That's that's because like Patrick, I'm not a fan of horror movies by the no. way, like at all. And I think this is the like I think a big reason why is just that this I loved because there was moments of it being very very funny for like a good a perfect little like comic tease to like lighten the mood a little bit. But then the the tension all was real. Yeah, it, was it very all felt real. very very real. None of it was contrived. There was no one like plotting really slow after someone who is sprinting ahead and somehow they line up together. It was uh-huh. great. No yeah. running up the stairs. Yeah. The no. door's right there. Nobody tripped inexplicably. Like, you know what I mean? Like, oh. mm-hmm. you know, there's none of those stupid things. And like, there was all those opportunities where there was like, Hey, you know, that trope, we're not going to do that. We're going to make it better yeah. and twist it on. Yeah. And- they always took the, the, the complete unexpected turn. And I, I it was so interesting to watch yeah. like completely. 
Yeah, yeah, and and I mean, not spoiling anything, but in the end, it is her smarts. Yeah, yeah. She did not need the man to yeah. save her. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. she did in a in a physical way. Like you need to do this. Yeah. I'm telling yeah. you what to do, and this yeah. is how we're getting out of it. Yeah, she yeah. saves it's her herself. own skill set. Yep. It's her skill set that saves her. And yes. wraps, and, st- and goes all the way around. Like from that's the true. Kid. The fact if she had not been a special effects, never mind. I just spoiled it. Uh, oh. no. no. Sorry. You still you can yeah. edit that out. Fix it in post. Take if some- she was not a prima ballerina, exactly. Um, I also like what you were saying about the fact that it had these strong women. Yeah. The fact that it did not go out of the way to be like, these are strong women. No. No, it didn't. Not exactly. at all. It, it also wasn't, didn't make a point. It wasn't making a commentary on it. It never, I'm like, they were just ordinary women. Yeah. In an yeah. extraordinary circumstance and just happened to be brilliant. Yeah. And yeah. also, I mean, like, she must weigh, like, what, 90 pounds wet? I mean, she's tiny. She's tiny. But at the same time, like, when yeah, but she. But that sweater vest is really heavy. It true, is very true. heavy. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, she's running away and she's striking when she can strike. But, like, She's never helpless when she's running away. She's quick. She's nimble. There's like one point yeah, where she jumps through work. a freaking window. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, she like, like dives through. Like, it was the separator between the, the kitchen. Yeah. yeah. Like a pass through in the kitchen. And she just like, like, American Ninja jumps through yeah. that. I was like, what? I know. Again, those are things that I was like, awesome. I would never be able to awesome. do this. Like, that was, she was incredible. And, and what, the sister punches out a cop. Oh my god! Yeah, which that that one scene where she punches that dude out, the KGB oh, guy. Man. Like, wow! She drove through Red Square, and you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. She, uh, Chuck, whatever his name is, like, uh, why are we going? She's like, we gotta get there fast. <laughs> they only drove there to shoot to shoot Red Square. Like, look, we are really are in Moscow, but yeah. still, it's yeah. that whole thing. Like, fuck the cops, fuck the authority. I gotta save my sister. Exactly. Yeah. And it was. I also appreciated. This is something that always makes me laugh in this type of movie. And they waited till the very, very end, and they made a joke out of it for the detective guy at some point to say. And then maybe at some point we could, um, how you say, whatever. Because normally there's always somebody who says how you say. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. They yeah. waited to the very end. Of- and and he made a face when he did it. Like I can't believe I have to say this, but how you say. <laughs> How do you say? I speak perfect English, but now I'm not going to say how do you say. I'm going to say how you say. How do you say? Yeah. I speak perfect English, only with like a half second delay. Exactly. Uh, yeah, I love it. I'm glad you guys like the movie because it always depresses me when I have somebody on. I send them a movie that I love and they hate it. Now oh, I know I have to send something awful to you next time. And sleep. Next time, send me something terrible that I'm going to hate. <laughs> Because I loved this one and I loved the other one. I watched the other one again too. Because that was also a really smart premise for a film. This makes me want to. And that one, you were totally in. You were totally in that one. I was in that one. You were totally Lexi. Look alike. (laughs) I want us to do sideshow together. (laughs) That would be amazing. Well, she looks nothing like that. If have you seen their movie, that other movie that they have that did really well, Blue Ruin? Um. Oh. She's in that. Yeah. <gasps> I'm and the werewolf guy. That whole company did that movie. Uh, all right. So that's why it's in our Netflix. That's why it's in our Netflix. Now okay. I know. It's, 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 it's nothing like Murder Party, but it's another smart, suspenseful. Oh, we're gonna watch movie. The She's that. a total brunette, and I'm like, what? Where's yeah, the wig? Where's the silver jumpsuit? Come on. Oh, uh, I know. She's wearing that silver. She just live in that silver jumpsuit. I certainly know I would had I if I owned it. Kristen, Which- you need to wash. <laughs> <laughs> we're like 
flat and I'll just put a little powder on it. It'll be fine. It'll it's fine. Be, it's I'm still, good. It's still good. It's still good. Okay. So I think that about wraps it up. Um, okay. So uh, what do you guys have going on? Do you have any shows? I mean, you're getting engaged. So you're getting all canubial and shit. We did get engaged. That's pretty cool. Ooh. We're getting married in October. Um, so right now, it, there's a lot of wedding planning going on. Which I'm is, still waiting for my invitation to jump out of a cake. Um, <laughs> and, and you may get it any day now. Okay. Um, once I actually am able to plan things, because like wedding planning is a whole kind of torture unto itself. Uh-huh. Um, so mostly that. Um, I have uh, something in the works, potentially, at uh, Tobacco Road. Um, on 41st Street in their like little back club, that okay. might be coming up yeah. soon. Um, April 2nd, I think, is when that's happening. So I'll be singing there. Oh. Um, but I'll put I'll put that up on my website. I do have a website, uh, com. And by the way, I would like to point out that the last time Kristen Petty was on this show, she was in the running to become the next cabaret star at the Metropolitan Room, a big contest, and she won it after that. And I'm going to say it was because of us. <laughs> listeners, because I did make you guys all vote for her. I actually didn't win that one. Oh, you didn't? I won. I won, um, I won a different award, but I'm down, it's got to be because of the um, uh, of the of scream the bump. Absolutely, bump. absolutely. So, and Kristen, if with your permission, we're going to go out with one of your songs that I stole off of YouTube. Yes, which one? Satisfaction. Absolutely, girl. You sang the shit out of that. Oh, thanks. I knew it's- you had a lower range, but I'm like, girl. It's one of my favorite songs to sing. I love singing. Well, and it's always hard to do rock with just a piano because it's like ting, ting, ting. Yeah. My, my, the piano player is really good, though. So I was like, all right. we can. But we still, can. when you start, I'm just like, oh, God. Yeah, right. Oh, God. But then you get into it. I'm like, girl, let's stop talking about it and let's listen to it. Thank you, Dan, for coming on the show. Thank you, Chris, Thanks. for coming back. And having me. Dan, do you, you have, do you have, um, Dan, do you have a, a thing you want to plug? You oh, I'm plug sorry. Yeah. All right, so um, I got yeah, a thing I no, want to plug on Dan. What? Well, that's okay. No, what? so I, I'm definitely not the performer in this uh, on this podcast, but I do have a YouTube show that's coming out. Hey, fantastic! Yeah. It's pretty cool. Uh, it's called Project Soapbox, and there's a website www.project-soapbox.com. But uh, the first episode should be up probably in a week or so. And it's all about um, learning how to argue through watching movies. I like it. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's I pretty- like it. And that'll be about the time the episode comes out and we'll just do a perfect. Yeah, so release. Perfect. And again, your numbers go through the roof. You're welcome. Yes. yes. Screen Queen. Screen Queen's First movie on the docket is Tommy Boy. Yes. Oh, okay. You learn a lot from Tommy Boy. It's true. Mm, you do. So much. Okay, so that's it. Thank you guys for coming up. I love you both, and I will see you next time with something shitty. Love you too, doll. Thank you. Thanks. I can't get no satisfaction.
so that, my beautiful, beautiful scrimmers, is where I'm going to wrap this episode up for another time. Now, normally this is where we'd be overrun with fabulous listener feedback, but since I haven't done a show in a while, I don't have any of that to play right now. So let's fix that for next time, shall we? Okay, okay. So next time, you can call in a voicemail at 347-767-3509, and you can talk to me, and I can talk to you. It'll be great. Or you can write an email at crew at screamqueens.com. And, of course, that's Queens with a Z. Or you can leave a message on the Facebook fan page. Or you can leave a message on the show's Twitter. Or you can, I don't know, do whatever the fuck you got to do to get your message through to me and we can talk about things. Now, I just wanted to say that this episode, editing it on this teeny tiny, very slow laptop was absolutely excruciating and took about 15 times longer than it should have so until either i get my computer fixed or when the birthday fairy comes next week he brings me a new hard drive i have to rethink how the show is going to be structured these big shows are going to be very difficult so i think maybe what i'm going to do is alternate big show with a guest with a smaller show which would have more chatter all listener feedback and a, 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 a DVD surprise thing that I can only talk about for 10 minutes or so anyway. But we'll see. We'll see. We just got to. The important thing is to keep the show going and not have these like five month breaks with me being sick and you being lost in the wilderness, not knowing what to watch. God damn it. Who knows what you people have been watching since I've been gone? You've probably been watching like, I don't know, Gosford Park or actually, that's a great movie. You should watch Gosford Park. I don't know what. I don't know what. Public television. I don't know. That's good, too. I don't know. I can't even tell you what's bad to watch, but you know what I mean. The important thing is I stay here with you, and you stay here with me. And we're going to make that happen together, you and I. And, hey, it's the birthday episode coming up next month, uh, the first show of the month. And if you have ideas of fun ways for me to spend my birthday, let me know. I just told you how to do that. So until next time, my beautiful, beautiful screamers, remember to keep the world a creepier place and the scream queen's ultimate rule fight or flight survive the night make it through the final rail baby Some of the music for tonight's program has been provided by Mavio's Music Service. Check them out at music.mavio.com, bitches. <laughs>